You're listening to Beyond the Ribbon, a podcast of the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center. This podcast is brought to you by Kia of Amarillo, proud member of the Auto Inc. family of dealerships. Be sure to check out their website at kiaofamarillo.com. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of Beyond the Ribbon. My name is Ryan Parnell, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host and oncology nurse, Pam McMillan. Ryan, it's a new year. Can you believe it? It is. You know, we just talked the other day on the last episode, we just talked about how, gosh, it's hard to believe it's 23 is right around the corner. And now here we are. I know with the new year, it always comes stress. It, it does because there's new goals, there's new thoughts, new plans, new ideas, uh, new holiday. I mean, yeah, new stuff. New stuff that we feel like we have to be on that first week in January, especially. Yeah. Want to start off on the right foot. Right. You and know, then sometimes we feel like a failure if we kind of just drop the ball and yeah. our resolutions go away. Well, I wasn't going to say that word, but you did. Resolutions, <laughs> yes. right? I'm going to yes. eat healthy. I'm going to spend less time on the screen. I'm going to do all of the things. Right. And then, yeah, I'm guilty. I am too. You know, I have all these grand plans and then I beat myself up like, well, I can't accomplish those. Yeah. Maybe, so, I mean, maybe our survivors can feel that too. Sure. And I, th- I think it's a good time, right? Uh, we, we, we're talking about new things. It's, it's a time to uh, make some plans and, and maybe set some realistic things and some boundaries and all those things. But here's the thing, Pam, you and I are not experts in this field. No. Are we? No. No, we're not. Um, so we're going to introduce our guest uh, to our listeners who, I don't want to say she's an expert, but she knows way more about doing these things than we do. Absolutely. And she's kind of new to our world. Right. Here at the Survivorship Center. Yeah. A little new, not so new. Mm -hmm. Tiffany Wright is joining us. Tiffany, thank you for joining us on the podcast. Well, hello. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, we're excited. And so some people are going, oh, she's like you said, Pam, she's not new. Uh, Tiffany's been helping with our and co-facilitating our support group really since like the summer. Yes. um, And been around. And our support group is so much fun. They, it's not, we always talk about this. It's not the typical, like you see on TV, everybody sits in around and they go, oh, my name is Ryan and I, da, da, da. And everybody goes, hi, Ryan. I mean, that's not it. That's right. They have a lot of fun. They do. There's a lot of laughter. There's a lot of sharing. There's a lot of learning. Um, yeah, it's, it's a fun time. And I hope that you're enjoying uh, working with the support group as well. Oh, it is an honor and a pleasure to be with that group. They just care so much about each other, enjoy being there. Uh, so it's just fun to get to facilitate and to be a part of that. Yeah. Uh, it's it's amazing. So Tiffany, for our listeners, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do maybe outside of the survivorship world? Sure. Um, I am a licensed professional counselor and I'm in private practice, uh, mainly see women and couples and have been doing that for several years. Um, I'm married and have two kids and just love being in Amarillo and being a part of my community and uh, love my job and getting to help people be better in wherever they are, whatever season of life that they're in. So have you um, have any experience in the cancer world or been affected by someone that has struggled with cancer? Um, I've had um, some friends that have gone through that journey um, and some family members that are currently going through that journey, this journey. And so it's new to me in uh, that aspect. And so I'm just so excited to 
be a part of all the great things that you guys offer here. And uh, it is more of a personal thing um, for me because I have family members um, in the middle of the journey. And just to see everything that is offered to them, it was just eye-opening. And I'm just thrilled to know what you guys offer and how you love and support people. Yeah, it's, um, it's totally different when it hits home. And, you know, you, 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 I know I've seen, uh, your in-laws, you know, at, at support group and, and being a part of that. And it's kind of, it's kind of unique and, and fun to, uh, to see that. Uh, but no, how could you not, right? I don't know what it is, um, about like our Tiffany's. So we have our other Tiffany, that's a licensed professional counselor that we work with. And we kind of joke about thing one, <laughs> thing two, Tiffany one, <laughs> Tiffany two, but they both have this like calming voice. Have you don't, noticed, don't fall asleep. Have now, you Ryan. noticed that, Pam? Yes, I think that comes with counseling. <laughs> it must, and which is probably why I'm not a counselor because I don't I don't feel like I have that calming, soothing voice. Probably not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. So, Tiffany, it's a new year. Um, what can we do to um, start our our new year off right? Well, I think one of the most important things is just being realistic. Um, I like to go backwards before I go forward. So just even reflecting on this last year and asking questions of what did I do well? What didn't go as well? Um, what do I want to incorporate in the following year? Um, and so I think reflecting can be a great place to start. Um, I also think just relaxing and being realistic in those goals and what you want um, and slowing down. We're just not always that good at slowing down. Yeah. And then resetting, I think, is what can happen right now in the beginning of this new year is how do we want to reset and we don't have to go from zero to a hundred, which I think we think January one means that. Uh, Why does it uh, mean that? Why do we have that um, picture in our brain? It is. It's like it's like you know, you know. You think back a couple of weeks ago, and you go, "Oh well, I got, January's coming. I got time." All right, and then it's like the turn of the calendar. It's January one, and you like New Year's, and you sell. You've eaten the black eyed peas, and you've celebrated, and then all of a sudden it's like, "Oh, I got to change everything." I don't know what it is. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think that we are programmed because of all of those things um, to set resolutions. And and a lot of times those aren't always as successful as we'd like to be. And so I want us to set ourselves up for success, right? And that's why I like the word reset um, and reevaluate. Do something different daily instead of these long, hard goals that maybe aren't realistic. And so slowing down and just we have to be mindful and aware, too, of where we were so we'll know what we're going, you know, the Mm -hmm. next direction Mm -hmm. we're going in. Because what we don't know, we don't know. And what we don't know, we can't change. So, you know, you said reflecting. Um, I'm sure for our survivors listening and reflecting is hard. Um, because they have come through a whole lot and maybe in this short amount of time of a year or two years or three years or two months, it's a lot. Yes, it, it, it can be a lot. Um, and that's why we want to do it slowly and we want, but we do want to spend time in that because 
there are so many great things they've gone through and accomplished, um, even if they're hard. And hard things make us resilient. And I just don't want them to miss out on the wins yeah. of those hard things. And so, yes, it it is difficult, but also... Um, and that difficulty, looking back, can push us forward a little bit. And so that may be sitting and having some time and, and journaling or talking to a friend or um, just journaling um, what that you know journey has been like. Um, hard is good at times, and it's important to feel the feelings that are there and not avoid them because they will come back up. Yeah. You know, oftentimes whenever I'm seeing patients, um, it's basically reflecting on everything that they've um, gone through. And that's so, so hard. Um, but I always tell them, like, look what your body has come through. Like, mm-hmm. you should celebrate this win. Yes. Right. Well, well there was one thing that you brought up too, Tiffany, is um, look at what you've done and you've done well. You know, you have, so in a case, and and it's all different, right? So in a case of a a survivor that's finished with treatment and reflecting back and going, there's no way I want to go back through that valley. I just came through. Um, But what happened? You know, I, I took, I learned to take care of myself. I learned to do self-care. I learned about, maybe you learned about our spoon theory that we've talked about before and how to budget your energy. Um, And so, you know, you can take that forward, uh, which I like that. That's how you said, look what you've done well. Um, and that may be a hard one too, to think, I don't know that I've done a whole lot well, or I've, I just made it. Mm -hmm. Which there's just truth in that, that they have done things well. It's easier to spend time looking at how hard things were or what we didn't do well. And that's why it's important, like you said, to celebrate the wins on a regular basis. So having some type of accountability or all the different programs and groups where you are connecting with people and celebrating together can be a really great thing. But I just think um, asking the, what did I do well? Um, How did I feel about those things? And where do I want to go from this point? Then you also mentioned relaxing, which I like this one, you know, um, Mayor Ginger Nelson told us to take a nap. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping that's what you mean. You need to relax. <laughs> Definitely. Right? That that counts as relaxing. You bet. <laughs> she, you know, I was thinking the exact same thing, you know, because she learned to give herself permission um, while going mm-hmm. through the hard things to maybe schedule. You know, she talked about that, putting Scheduling it a on the list to schedule, not a to-do list, but scheduling it, scheduling time for yourself, a, a nap. Yes. Um, but gosh, Pam, can you think of other things that maybe could be relaxing that they could schedule themselves for? They can absolutely come here to the center. There's so many things that they can do to relax. We have a massage therapy. Yes. We have Qigong. Yes. Tai Chi, but Qigong is now... Chillaxation. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, you think about scheduling time with Melanie to get a massage. Yeah. A 30-minute block. You know, you maybe you're working and maybe you can figure out if, if you need to take... That, month, that lunch break and come here, you got a scheduled appointment with Melanie to get a 30-minute massage. I can't think of much more real. You may not want to go back to work after you have that. <laughs> and she you're... has one of those voices that just she does. calms She, she <laughs> does. So giving yourself permission to relax, yes. that yes. could be that could be your whole resolution or, or idea for moving forward in 23. You know, and it's so hard um, scheduling time for that, mm-hmm. but it's so important to put it on your calendar. 
Yes. And I think sometimes, you know, in private practice, I'll say schedule some me time and make a list of what those things are. So when that time comes up, you've already done the hard work Mm. of having the list together, right? Uh, You don't have to figure out what you're going to do. You don't have to figure it out because you've already made this great list. And so you just get to go and pick from like the buffet of how do (laughs) I, you know, take care of myself really well? Because that's so important in their journey is um, that self-care. Can you give us some examples of relaxing time that you suggest? Um, I think, one, it's important for people to know what does give them that peace and that calm. Um, For some people, it might be being together in community or in relationships. Um, It might be just a Bible study time. Or I have lots of people who just love to sit and watch nature and birds. Mm -hmm. Um, I think muscle relaxation, listening to podcasts (laughs) can be an amazing Boy, I can't think of a better one to listen to. Yes, because it's you and you get to take your time um, and people are giving you hopefully ideas and inspiration. I think all the things that are offered here are amazing. And so I think knowing yourself helps you figure out what is best. Um, If you need one-on-one time or by yourself time, I completely believe in community and relationships. I believe that that is the core of what gets us through and what matters in the end. Yeah. Wow. Um, the next one you mentioned, and I know we're just kind of hitting on these things because I, I, we went through these and I'm like, wait a minute, I want to talk about that. I think this is so great. <laughs> Realistic. I struggle with that, you know, thinking, okay, I'm, I, I've got room on my schedule. We can, I can do da 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 da. I can do da. It's not realistic, really, sometimes to accomplish everything. But do you say yes often? I do. And no, not so often. I, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but this is not counseling for Ryan. Oh well, we could turn it into that. <laughs> That'd be great. Like, like an intervention. All of our listeners are going. Yeah, this would be fun. Let's just, let's dive in. Um, but being realistic in setting your goals and setting your times. And I know that's one of the things, as I said, I know I need to work on um, is, is making it more realistic mm-hmm. of what you can accomplish or ha- what you have to have to do in addition to whatever you're going through. Right. Um, again, I think um, just that mindfulness and awareness. I've heard a lot of um, patients talk about, I have to listen to my body first. So I think for people going through this journey, that is the first question to ask. What is my body telling me today, today. and right now is going to be super important. And then, you know, if you're a list maker or you like categories, it's what do I have to do? What do I want to do? What do I get to do? But it's on a... Um, a daily basis or a weekly basis and trying to find balance that can be a, a, an amazing word, but it also can be a hard thing to do and knowing what your best yes is. A lot of people don't like to say no. So I encourage them to just change the verbiage into my best. Yes. Today is this. Uh, I like that. And that's probably going to be so useful for our survivors. Yes. Um, Cause I'm sure they want to say yes, because Everything that's going on in life, they don't want to miss out. But it's okay to say, not today. Yes. Yeah. Maybe tomorrow. Maybe tomorrow. And, yes. And, and you're, I've, I've heard that too. Like um, Pam and I have talked often about uh, cancer is kind of the gift that no, it just keeps on giving and you don't want that gift anymore. Um, and so sometimes it's a surprise what the day is going to hold. I mean, I think, you know, Pam, I know you being clinical have visited with folks and a lot of times it's like, okay, I, they get in such a routine and they know, okay, the second day after treatment, 
is usually this day. And the fifth day after this is usually that day. Mm -hmm. And they get in that schedule. So they kind of know, but sometimes there's weird things that happen, right? The the body says, well, you know, today's really not a good day for you to do this. And so that's a really good point to take to heart is what am I feeling today and make that, make those decisions. Right. I think that it's important to be able to be flexible and to just be able to, you, you use the word permission, yeah. giving yourself permission um, to, to pivot in whatever that looks like. And that that actually is the best thing that you can do. Maybe you had a plan for your day, but your body tells you otherwise. Listening to that is a win. Oh, yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. Now, how do we get into resetting? I think resetting is the evaluation process of before. What did I do that was really well? And what did I do that wasn't good? And so evaluating where you are, what season of life that you're in, um, and not letting the shoulds Mm. be a part of your life, um, because that always sets us up for failure. And so reevaluating to be able to reset what is good for me right now. Ron, do you remember back in the early days when we had another licensed professional counselor come and talk to our um, survivors about how we live in a should world? Mm -hmm. world? Yes. And, you know, how many times, and I know I'm guilty of saying, I should be able to do this, or I should have done, or I should do, should, 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 you know, whatever. And I cannot imagine being in the position of our survivors and, and with, you know, the demands of a family, the demands of a job, the demands of every, just everyday life and feeling the stress of what you should and shouldn't do, or you should have done. But who's telling you, you should be doing it? Yourself, honestly. And that's hard. It's very hard. (laughs) That's right. And, you know, I think a good way to to evaluate that is what is fact and what is feeling. Both of them are so important, but they're not the same. And so many times when we're not dealing with our feelings or not really know what they are, we put the feelings in the fact category. So it boxes us in. And so just being able to realize, hey, is this a feeling that I'm having or is this the fact? Man, the fact is... I can't do what I did last year because I'm somewhere different than I was last year. That is a fact. So because now I know that, what do I do with it? And how do I deal with the feeling of being disappointed or upset or sad that it's not the same as it was? Yeah. Wow. Facts versus feelings. That's a new one, Pam, at least for me, trying to separate those two. And I think that um, maybe that gives more guidance. Right. And it's hard. I mean, we want to go off of our feelings a lot of times, but setting the facts straight is hard. Wow. Is there is there anything else, Tiffany, that our survivors and listeners can really take to heart as they approach, you know, the we're now in the first week of the new year? And is there any other tips or things that they should really kind of take to heart? I think one of the most important things is our thought life. Are you being kind to yourself? Like, what are you saying to yourself each day, each time things don't go the way that you wanted them to go? Um, Are you talking as kindly to yourself as you would other people? Because most people talk kindly to others, but maybe not ourselves. So what are you telling yourselves? And, And I'm pretty corny in the way I go about things. So you come up with... Um, note cards somewhere or sticky notes. Um, 
that will just encourage you and redirect your thoughts. Uh, The things that you read, the things that you watch, the things that you look on social media, if you feel that with positive um, things that help you see a different way, I think, um, and just, am I being kind to myself? Um, I think having a gratitude journal is a great thing to have. Write down three things that you are grateful for that day. That helps you control your thought life a little bit better than focusing on other things. I've seen the gratitude journals, and I think three things. Why is that so hard sometimes to come up with? We're just not used to it. It's like using a new muscle sometimes. So that's a great thing about a new year and a new you is that you get to try new things and give yourself a chance to change that. Um, It's not going to happen overnight, right? And it doesn't have to be every day, but lay it down by your bed or where you have your coffee or whatever that looks like. Um, And so it is a reminder of, I want to be grateful today. And maybe I don't feel as well today, but I can be grateful that I am awake. Um, I do have people that love me and support me, and I can be in control of speaking kindly to myself. So it's giving it a good try and letting it become a habit. It's a great habit to get into. It is. It really is. And when you stop and think about the little things, even like your toes that help you walk, you know, there, it, there's something to be grateful for. And, you know, Ron, um, I think this is a time where we could give homework out and maybe come try our new class. Yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, hopefully you listened to last week's or the last episode that we, we put out. Uh, we talked about our upcoming classes and things that we're adding for, for 2023. Um, and, the class that we're adding that, that I think is really, I'm looking forward to as well, will be a once a month attitude and gratitude class. Love it. And so it's one of those things. And when we talked to Valerie uh, Massey, Valerie Wieners Wieners. is, is mm-hmm. her um, art name that she's by. That's her maiden name, but her married name is Massey. So you just never know. I should ask her what we <laughs> refer to her actually. But <laughs> but Valerie, when you listen to Valerie and you and you listen to the things that she kind of has in store and the things, and, and, and no, Pam, you and I talked about like, I don't want to miss that class. And I don't, I mean, I don't usually go to very many classes, but I know I I could use a little attitude and gratitude. And so, yeah, homework is definitely come to the attitude gratitude class. And maybe we can start learning to be thankful for just three things. Yeah. And I think too, sometimes um, you, you ask why it's so hard to find three things. I feel like I'm like, overstimulated with just so much of input, 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 input. And then you think, okay, well, what am I, what am I grateful for? And it's like, well, that's probably not, I mean, I'm grateful for this, but is that really what I should be? So you should start second guessing. Yeah. You start second guessing. Like, I don't know that that's like that important, but I'm grateful for this. And like, it shouldn't matter. Right. I'm using the word should, but it doesn't really matter. It's what you perceive and what you feel grateful for. That's right. You get to decide what matters to you. And it's important for you to know, because if you don't know, then you can't claim that as a win and something that's important to you. Wow. Any other tricks or tips for our listeners? Oh, I am a fan of journaling. I think it is a great thing to just keep you aware and uh, mindful of what you think and and what you want. So uh, as you're doing new things for a new year, grab you a journal. There's a myth that it has to be every day and it's got to just be... 
so full of depth. It can be whatever you want it to be. It can be words. It can be pictures. It can be a statement. Um, but it just helps us get grounded again in what we're thinking and we're feeling. Um, I think self-care is uh, amazing and super important. And we don't do that well sometimes. And so an analogy I like to use in private practice is um, really from flight attendants that if there's going to be a drop in cabin pressure, you put the mask on yourself first. So make sure that you are breathing before you help others. Um, And so taking that time to really breathe in the day, whether that is physical or if it is mental or spiritual or relational, so that you really can put your the breathing mask on other people. You know, when you said journaling, um, it gives me anxiety. Like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I've got to have a whole page of something. And I remember when we did a podcast on journaling, I felt the exact same way. Like we were talking and I was like, I don't. I'm uh, not going to have enough stuff to write. No. My journal is going to be terrible. But it's yours. You can also rip it up and burn it. Yes, definitely. You can share it. Yes. And it can be, can be emojis. It can be doodling words. Um, I think sometimes better than resolutions, pick a word that means something to you, like kindness or intentional or present. And then that can be, you can put that in your journal and then spurt out from that. What does this mean for me being present in my relationships, being present in my health? And so don't let the fear stop you from using a tool that is really healthy. It is yours. So you decide what it looks like. Don't let yourself stop yourself because you're judging or you're letting (laughs) fear come in. Ryan, I I think I'm going to add that on my to-do list. I, I, I feel, I feel like this. Um, I feel like because I I do doodle or I take notes, I write things down and I draw on it, you know, all those things as, as uh, throughout the day. Mm-hmm. I feel like I already do a little somewhat of journaling. It's not formal, but that's okay too. It doesn't have to be in the leather bound book with the lines and the this. Pretty the, outside and the pretty pens and everything. Yeah. Not but, unless that's what you love. But if that, I was going to say, but if that's your, if that is like what, motivates you, mm-hmm. go do it. Yeah. And that's why I keep talking about awareness and mindfulness. If we think it's supposed to look a certain way and that's not our way, then we've already set ourselves up to not do it. So figure out what it is your way and embrace it and go for it. Sometimes the simple things are the hardest things to comprehend and do. Yes. Yeah. I don't know why we make things so hard for ourselves. <laughs> I, you know, I'm guilty of overcomplicating things yes. sometimes. And you just sit back and you go, why did I make that that hard? It should have just been so simple. And, you know, and you get, oh, yeah, you yes. go down a whole rabbit hole and <laughs> causes blood pressure issues and <laughs> yes. Yes. all of those things. Yes. I, I feel like, Pam, this, hopefully, this episode is is a little freeing, mm-hmm. you know, to our, our, our listeners. Given our, per, our self-permission yeah. to do different things our way. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know that, uh, I think this is a fair statement. Um, going through treatment and, and doing all the things that come along and carrying all the unfortunate things that go along with it. It's not a cookie cutter, one size fits all box. Not black and white. It's not, it's not. And so I, I hope that maybe this episode has shown that you don't have to do it 
And that just hit me earlier as you were talking about journaling. I'm like, I think I, I can kind of do that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Doesn't have to fit within the certain mindset and molds of what um, maybe you think of when you think of like journaling. That's right. Society tells us. Society, yeah. Mm -hmm. For, well, and you mentioned social media. That's a whole other. Right. Uh, Unplug. Um, Oh gosh. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation for a long podcast, probably someday. But is there anything that we've missed that would be beneficial that before we move into our last segment? Because I think it's important that we, we, we give all we can give. Yeah, I just think uh, spending time with yourself um, and having that awareness. So when we accept ourselves, we are more successful and we can do it our way. So know know yourself a little bit more um, and listen to yourself and your body and just trusting that. Um, and setting realistic goals um, is super important so you can keep going. Do something different every day, something for yourself. Yeah. And Tiffany, if so listeners are listening, thinking, man, she's got some great advice. I probably should come to support group. What is one benefit that you see from people coming to support group? Uh, support. Uh, just how much they care about each other. Um, and I'm just so inspired by the connections they have and the compassion that they have, even resources that they share together. There is just this, I am in a place that somebody understands what I'm going through. And that is just irreplaceable. So come and be supportive and give that support. So it's a win-win. You yeah. get to receive and you get to give. And um, it's just amazing. So come give it a try. The last thing, Pam, I want to throw out there, because I, th I think we would be remiss if we didn't. Um, we have... Uh, our facilitators and instructors are phenomenal, but we also have the ability to utilize some of our instructors separately. Yes. And what I mean by that is um, the two Tiffany's. Uh, so uh, Tiffany uh, one, we'll say, or, or, or Tiffany law, she does um, our art group. You know, she does a lot of different things for us. She's also a licensed professional counselor that meets one-on-one -on -one with our survivors. Tiffany too, Tiffany Wright helps with our support group, but she, as we already established the fact that she's a licensed professional counselor. And so we have the ability to um, make those connections with you guys listening with our counselors. How do we do that, Pam? It's a simple phone call. It is a simple phone call. If All you, you have to do is call Mary Bell at 806-331-2400. Yeah. Tell her that you would like to be... Um, uh, appointment with a counselor and we'll make that connection um, get you in touch with Tiffany or Tiffany. Yes. And um, it's that simple. It is. And I, I would just, let's give a real quick plug if we can, because we've talked about this countless times about uh, mental health mm -hmm. and how mental health is so important, mm -hmm. um, especially for a survivor. So Tiffany, can you share just a brief moment about why someone maybe should think about reaching out and getting in with you or our other Tiffany? Yeah, I just think um, mental health is so important. It stems um, everything out from that. And so having the awareness, and sometimes we don't know where to begin. So we need a professional to help us make that first step and to look at things differently. Um, I want to go to experts to help me where I need it. And yeah. so it is going to the right person just to help you look at things differently, a perspective. And so um, it's super important in I would assume that 
people that are going through this journey, they're about going to their doctor and listening to their bodies. But I want to encourage you to listen to what your your brain is telling you and what your feelings are telling you because those are directing you as well. So we want to be healthy in, in our thoughts. Yes. And maybe that's a new year getting off on the right foot is saying, I'm going to take care of my mental health and I'm going to get in with uh, a counselor at the Survivorship Center. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, Ryan, this has been such a great episode. I've learned some um, things that I need to reevaluate yes. um, or reflect on this next year. Um, but this brings us to our last segment. We are sponsored by Auto Inc. Do you have an Auto Inc. inspiring moment? I think uh, just an inspiring time for me has just been my time so far in the support group. It is just amazing to see and inspiring to see all these people that are wherever they are in the journey, but they are caring and kind and they want to support and care for each other. It is. It is amazing every time I leave. I just have to sit in my car for a little while and just take it all in that these people are going through one of the most difficult times, but there was kindness and connection, and it inspires me to want to be better and do better and care about people, and that's because of the support group and these people that are involved. You know, um, when I became a nurse, oncology was not my thing. But working with oncology patients, they change your life and your perspective. And they are kind. They have um, life looks different for them. So they can teach us something. Yes. A lot. I would say they could teach us a lot. I know that I've learned so much over the years uh, that we've been providing services and and, uh, programs for survivors. Um, I wouldn't change it. I love it. And uh, I thank you, Tiffany, for joining us. And thank you for helping with our support group and I mean, it's just so much um, that we are able to help with um, by way of you you from counseling and support groups. So uh, I think that and Pam, I'm I'm excited for the new year now. I am. I mean, I kind of was a little but now I'm kind of like, okay, I'm I'm going to what's next week. (laughs) I'm going to take a little time to reflect a little bit and, and, and maybe, you know, put some of this into practice. How about that second one? Relaxing. Yeah, that needs to be high on the list. Yes. Um, And. Yeah, I just feel like I'm going to have to do a better job at that. <laughs> we want to report back. A report? Oh, yes. that fits in with the oh, R's. Oh, I like that. Reflect, relax, realistic, resetting, reevaluate, and report back. Yes, report accountability back. is great. There you go. Well, uh, yeah, and you know, if you're looking for accountability, we've got a whole buffet, as Tiffany said, of programs and activities that you can be a part of here at the center. And again, all of this stuff is entirely complimentary to you and your loved one or spouse, the caregiver that, that is working with you. Um, you know, there, there's so much that you can be a part of, right, Pam, that you yes. can utilize to help you ha- get off to the right foot on in 2023. Absolutely, and it takes just your time. Yeah. I mean, um, and so many benefits from everything that we offer. Yes, not, not a big commitment, just time, mm-hmm. and it's free. Yeah, so schedule that time schedule in it. your uh, planner to come and see us at the Survivorship Center. That's right. That's right. Look at our calendar. You can find that. If you're not already getting the email, you can find it at uh, our website, the number 24survivorship.org. Uh, you can certainly call and uh, Maribel will, will email you one. You can get on the email list. You can find it on Facebook. Um, it's everywhere uh, that we are. So you can find that. Get that calendar. Get plugged in and schedule it. 
Just like you said, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for listening. I think this is a great opportunity for you to um, pass this on to those uh, uh, going through treatment or finished with treatment that you know. Um, get an accountability partner, as we just said, and maybe the two of you come uh, to one of the classes and try it out. If you're nervous, come on up here and just take, take a walk through. Just come by and see it. Check mm-hmm. it out. Let's just visit about it. Get all the information you need. And then make sure you join us here next time for another great episode of Beyond the Ribbon. Thanks again for listening to Beyond the Ribbon. We'd like to extend a special thanks to the Auto Inc. family of dealerships as they have supported the 24 Hours in the Canyon Cancer Survivorship Center since 2016. For more information on the Cancer Survivorship Center, please visit our website at 24survivorship.org.